what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hello and welcome to Brothers in Tech. This is our ongoing technology for the family, the, for the home tech show here on the mesh.tv. Uh, I am one of the Brothers in Tech, Alan Jackson, and looking at me across the country here, uh, joining us is my other, I guess my only other brother in tech, uh, my brother you're, you're Brian. Your better brother. You're, uh, you're, my better. you're your favorite brother. It is your it, favorite brother, I, right? You are my favorite brother. That is okay. very, very true. Right, uh, my brother Brian. I, I, I did get something. Hey, <laughs> Brian how are you Jackson. Doing, Alan? Uh, great, great. Good to be talking with you again. This is always fun when we get together and talk about technology, especially focusing on technology that really has more of a personal home family application. Um, and that's oh, and so, I'm excited. I'm excited because this is our deep, deep dive. Oh, this right? is the this deepest is, dive. This is the one we love. This is, this is the one we really enjoy getting into because this so, is yeah. this is next level stuff, right? It so, is. And uh, I'm excited. You know, we get into uh, a main topic every month, and our main topic mm-hmm. for this month has been uh, home digital assistants. You know, the Google Assistant, your Amazon Echoes, and your Apple HomePods. What do they do? What are they useful for? What are, the, what, uh, what are the different hardware involved in them? So we had our main episode. We've had two deep dives since then. We've gotten a little deeper into expanding and making better use of these devices. Today, we're talking about a one specific service, one specific mm-hmm. website app that we both are fans of and kind of take your digital assistance to a whole nother level. And the service we're going to talk about is called IFTTT. Dot com, and that stands for, probably make sure I don't mess this up, if, yep. if then, if then, 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 that. then that, correct, <laughs> if then, then that. I don't know why I have the hardest time remembering the words for it, but I-F-T-T-T, those are the letters correct. you need to remember for this. And it's IFTTT.com is how you, you get to that service, yep. You can get to the so, service through the website, or you can actually download the IFTTT app for your phone correct. or your tablet. So either way, you've got access to uh, to this uh, this service. Brian, yep. kind of tell us a nutshell. What what is this service all about? Yeah. So if then then that, and it's been around a, a while. Um, I think the the IFTTT kind of tagline came a little later. But if then then that basically is if you want to connect your services together and make them start to talk to one another, then you can find ways to create a series of rules. Right? And, and that's why I kind of think about it is that these are a bunch of rules that you're going to create that says, if this happens, then please do this. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are kind of giving it access to a number of different things. If this light turns on, please also do this, right? And you can kind of tell it that there are some things that you want to take the next step rather than, you know, the, the, way, the way the Amazon Alexa, the Google Home, well, they, the way they all work is they work through these skills. And you may say, tell me a joke. And it's going to tell you that joke. And if you want something else, you have to tell it, do that. Now, this may be saying, well, every time I have this thing happen, I want you to go ahead and do this next thing so I don't have to ask for it. Um, or I have these different automation pieces that are occurring. So this is a really exciting. And, and it's one of the, one of the things that, uh, that I love to go and play around and look at all the Absolutely. things that people have created. Um, because it's, a, it's these uh, 
these rules basically have been created by other people, developers, and there's just a bunch of them that you can enable on your own. So you can go and say, oh, that's, that sounds really interesting. Let me enable that through my IFTTT app. And then you connect the different services to it. Say, yes, I want my, my Alexa to, to have access to that. And I want my, um, maybe my security system to have access. And then all of a sudden it starts to work. So it's, it's really exciting. You can create your own. Um, that's something that I have not done. I haven't really seen a need to do it because there's so many of them out there that, uh, yeah. that have already been created. Every but, need uh, I've had for an automated script, I've found one already somebody, developed. Somebody's done it. And yep. the great thing yep. is that it's very much like what we talked about in the last deep dive with the Alexa skills. You go into this library, you find one you like, and you add it to your account. So mm-hmm. once you've added it to your account, it is now available for you to use. And mo- many, many of these uh, actions can be voice activated, obviously, through your digital home assistant. Yep. So it's it's deeper than what we talked about in the last episode because these aren't just pre-made actions. Like you said, they are sequential, meant to trigger another action. And I know it's kind of the- maybe a little hard in theory to explain without going into actual examples. I think we'll do that here in a few moments. Kind of go through some real-world examples of what some of these are. Um, but it is amazing if you go to the website, you go to the app, and you start searching how many different actions you can find. Um, these are great actions if you want something that automatically happens on a certain time every day mm-hmm. based on when something else is going on. Uh, if you want to kind of have it going as an ongoing script that just is always happening on a routine basis. Um, plus, there's a lot of devices that uh, IFTTT kind of has some, some connections to. Like right now, if you go, um, right now today when I go and visit the IFTTT website, on the homepage... They have a whole section about connections to iRobot, like the uh, mm-hmm. your Roombas, your your automated vacuums, uh, or uh, at home ways of having that be scripted and part of a chain of commands that happens on a certain basis. Like, yeah, did example, you look at a few of those, Alan? I did. did they're you? really cool. Yeah, yeah. So super the idea cool. Is that, yeah. uh, if, if just for an example, these are starting to get kind of very random. I have not used these myself yet, but just seeing what they can do. That, for example, if you wanted to, if you have a smart Wi-Fi thermostat in your home, one of those that can detect whether someone's at home or not, you can actually set up an IFTTT script to say, you know what, anytime the smart thermostat tells us that nobody's in the house because it's not detecting any movement, we're gonna let we're gonna run the Roomba, the 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 uh, the vacuum cleaner around the house. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about that, think about what that means. That means, yes, you could set up a skill with Alexa to say, hey, Roomba, vacuum my floor, and it could do that. But to set it up as a routine through IFTTT to say, anytime this happens, the thermostat says there's nobody here during these hours, run the vacuum cleaner and do that every day. Yeah, that's so That's slick. really pretty that's cool. Very slick. That's where mm-hmm. things get really exciting with this. So it's truly think about it in terms of you're writing a script of what you want to have happen in order uh, through different devices or services you may have. I haven't tried writing my own. Like you said, Brian, I, I've just found way too many good ones already built, easy to add onto a my account. Um, when you set up an IFTTT account, you need to do it either through a Facebook account or a Google account. And once you do, you also have to give it permission to link up to some of your other services. So, for example, if you have an Alexa, uh, an Amazon Echo, and you're using Alexa, 
you have to connect it up with your your account so that then it can tie into Alexa and make sure it's using it the right way. Same thing with your Google account if you're using a Google Assistant or any Google devices. So there is some setup on the front end to get it going for sure and linking it up with all your devices and all your accounts. Um, And then going in and you're adding your either from the library or you're building your own, they call them applets, you know, that you're basically building or using. And that controls the different steps of the, of the, the script you're putting together. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you're somebody that, that, that doesn't really want to get involved in creating these things, I think you can also even suggest some of these and let developers run with them. So there's, there's ways you don't have to go in and actually get your hands dirty on, on, understanding the sequence of things but uh, as you said there's there's so many of them up there that you can generally find either the something that does that or something that does even a better version of what you were thinking of and uh, so some great some good examples so so I kind of feel like you know the the easy way for us to go here Alan would be to maybe talk through some examples it this feels like one of the services we're not going to really talk about how to actually get it set up and go through the ins and outs of that, but rather give you the ideas of here's some of the things that can be really useful. So in a, in a way we ought to just make our bits today, our experiences and the things that we think are pretty cool about this service. Does that sound I'm totally good, to good with that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where the real joy in this kind of service is putting some real world application uses to it. So I think let's do that. Let's talk about some yeah. of the things, some of our favorite right, well, uses for this kind of service and that we recommend people might want to check out for that. Yeah. I thought, I thought maybe I would start with the the few that I actually do use sure. uh, or so yeah. I'll, I'll mention one of those first and then I'll talk about some others that I'd like to use that I haven't done yet. But so one of the, one of the, um, one of the things that I, and we'll talk about this probably in a future episode of home security, but I have a, a WISE uh, security system at okay, home. And by sure. security system, made by WISE, W-Y-Z-E. And it's really a kind of uh, piece together type security system. Uh, very inexpensive, but it also doesn't have all the features that something like a Simply Safe might. Uh, so I have a camera, and the camera is in my house that basically will send me notifications when someone is moving in my living room, uh, which is great but it doesn't have built into the wise service. It does not have the ability to say, if I'm not home, turn this camera on. So what happens is I get notifications when I'm home saying, Hey, someone just moved. I'm like, well, that was me. <laughs> yes. I, I get that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just got up. Thank you for letting me know that. Annoying. Right? Yeah. So, and, and it certainly is not something that I'm going to be willing to open up the app every time I get home turn the camera off, do all of that, right? But given that it's so inexpensive, I love the camera. Well, IFTTT has something that allows you to do that. So it has a wise set of skills. So one of those skills happens to be tell, you know, you tell, um, you tell IFTTT what your general home range is. And so let's say it's a a tenth of a mile uh, radius around your house. And when you leave that, it will then turn your camera on. When you get within that radius, it will turn your camera back off again. So when I get home, and I get usually about two blocks away from my house, I'll get a notification on my watch that says, you know, turn your camera off. So that way when I'm home, I'm not going to get any notifications from the camera anymore. So Hmm. it was a way of connecting IFTTT with um, the WISE camera and providing a complete 
additional set of, uh, uh, of capabilities to it that the wise did not already have set up. So, awesome. so basically have kind of this geofencing set up where if you're within a certain area, it's going to, to do something. And it was really easy to set up. I just said, you know, here's my location. And if you're worried about the fact that IFTTT now knows where you live, mm-hmm. well, you can give it a slightly different location, maybe a next door neighbor or something, and then expand it from there and say on a map, stretch it out and say this circle, if I'm within that circle and I'll go and walk my dog and I'll notice when I get about two blocks away, I'll get a notification said, okay, we just turned your camera on mm-hmm. since you're away. Yeah. And then when I walk back, it turns it back off again. See, so perfect. that's super cool. Yeah. yeah. No, that's really good. There's and one again, that I use a lot. Right? And it, again, it, like you said, these helpful. are actions that could have, they're independent actions that you could set up, but they're not triggering one another until you tie them into a service like this that kind of creates Correct. that script for you as well. Mm-hmm. So. Well, let me kind of give you an example of the same kind of idea that things I can do independently, but yet IFTTT kind of makes them happen in sequence automatically. Um, if I'm listening to a song, whether it's and, and there's different actions for different services, but let's say uh, I find myself sometimes I love music videos. I like watching music videos for, for songs I like. Um, and if I stumble across a video, do they like still a, have music videos? They Helen? do. They do. I they know. do. On YouTube, oh, okay. you can find them. Uh, They're uh, okay. You know, All right. Us, the younger, uh, more in tune, <laughs> hipper generation still yeah, watches music okay. videos, Brian, just to mm-hmm. let you know. Um, okay. If I'm watching something, I can actually set it up, have a script that says, look, add songs that I like on YouTube, or I could do it on Spotify, um, to my music. Or add them to a spreadsheet and keep a list of them. So these are two different routines. Like, for example, I've got one that when I was using Spotify quite a bit to listen to music... Anytime I went and liked a song on Spotify or gave it a thumbs up or whatever the, 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 the notation was on it, I forget if it's thumbs up or, or love or heart button or whatever it may be, this was running in the background. It was connected to my Spotify account, and it would then go and create a spreadsheet in my Google Drive account hmm. of all the songs that I've liked. Now, you may say, well, I don't understand the point of that. If you're someone like me that likes to kind of keep – list of favorite songs together. If I ever want to share a list of favorite songs with someone that maybe doesn't have a, that same service uh, or just kind of play around with the idea of like kind of you know, really understanding my favorite music and grouping it, organizing it, whatever, having it go into an automatic spreadsheet is just really, really cool. I, I think I probably do it just because it's cool. I don't ever know if I really use the spreadsheet for anything, but yeah. just to know that yeah. these services are now working together. So again, you can link it up to your YouTube account. And if I go and I'm watching a music video on YouTube and I like it or add it to a library or add it to a playlist on YouTube, that can be triggered to now say, add that name to this spreadsheet. So I'm keeping a list of all the music I like and it just makes it really easy to kind of yeah, do my, mm. little, my, my own research on the music I enjoy and uh, finding any patterns or anything else with that. So. So does it, uh, will it overwrite? So let's say that you like something mm-hmm. and you've already liked it before. Or yeah, no, it, it puts it in as another entry. So, you know, but once okay. you're in a spreadsheet format, finding duplicates yeah, is really easy yep. and sorting and all that. So your um, yours might show like new kids on the block 50 times. Right, right? 50, Back 52 boys, times, 30. somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah, Backstreet, yeah, so gonna... then, then NSYNC, then, um, yeah, then I have my ABBA collection kind of sprinkled right. throughout. 
right? Yeah, so it's good stuff. Yeah. So I, yeah. So it's pretty repetitive in your case, but okay. <laughs> There's not a lot of variation, but um, <laughs> but it is good to have there. So anyway, I just I, oh, again, that's very to cool. me, I'm probably more interested in just the connectivity, the fact that it actually does that. It's still mm-hmm. pretty amazing to me that I've taken a completely different service, like a Spotify or like a YouTube, and I've linked it to a Google spreadsheet, and I don't have to do anything other than just like the music I like, and it's going to show up on this list, which makes it really cool to, to share yeah. and keep up with. Um, so that kind of integration I just think is really fun to work with. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Well, let me, let me give you one that's very similar to that, okay. uh, in that it also uses Google Sheets uh, to keep track of things, which I think is, again, fantastic. And, and if you think about the what are some of the things that I would like to keep track of, um, while I'm doing them, but they become kind of onerous to do. Uh, one of those, and I don't use it myself because I don't have a need necessarily for this, but I could see it being extremely useful would be uh, to track your work hours. So let's say that you're a, a lawyer and you're someone who is always tracking, uh, well, I just worked this amount on this project and this mm-hmm. amount on this project. There's a, there's a skill that you can enable through IFTTT that connects your Google uh, a drive account. And when you push a button on your phone, so you can actually create a little uh, shortcut, you push the button, it in begins the timer and will make an entry in that Google sheet to say you started work. And then later on when you're done, you just push the button again and it puts another entry in there that says you just finished work and you started again and it huh. will put a new line. Yeah, so nice. basically at the end, you can go and say, all right, what are my hours that I uh, work today? Or what are the hours that are working on this particular project? <clears throat> so another example of doing something simple like pushing a button mm-hmm. and ob- automatically having it type in, you know, uh, the day and time uh, of when you started that. So it's a pretty simple thing, but it could be really useful for people that might want to keep track of, uh, you know, when they start and stop certain uh, projects. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great. And again, it's a great example of things you can do manually. Things you could go and kind of uh, keep track of and manually and, and do whatever kind of uh, moving to another place you need to. But the fact that you can have that now scripted and just have it do that based on uh, uh, initial triggers is what makes this whole service really great. Let me, yeah. let me throw out one that may sound like it doesn't really need to be an IFTTT script, but yet there actually is a reason for this. Brian, do you, you ever use the find my phone or find my function on your iPhone where you're trying to find either your phone or another device that's on your account that you're that you you can't find right now? Yeah. Yep, yep, I've used it a few times. So <laughs> a lot of people use iPhones, but um you know, if they don't have a HomePod, I think a HomePod you have it where you can actually say find my phone and it'll do it if you're on an Apple, you know, HomePod plus your iPhone. But most people don't. They have an Alexa or something else. So with a IFTTT script that you can add to your account, you can actually tell it to say, look, uh, Alexa, f- trigger find my phone or do the find my phone on that. As long as your phone is set up to do that, then it will start playing the sound on your phone really loud so you can hear it. Now, again, 
if you're missing your phone, this is the way you know. This is the way you're going to try to find it. If you don't have another device on uh, or laptop or something else on your account to find your phone, but knowing that you can trigger it with your Alexa or your Google Home Assistant and just say the command "Find my phone," and then all of a yeah. sudden now yeah, that triggers cool. the "Find my phone" function on your iPhone and plays the sound that you need. That's again a pretty great practical thing to add uh, if you want that capability just to be able to say it out loud in your house and your digital assistant can pick it up and run with it. So, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Do you have another uh, one to share? Brian? Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a couple more. So, well, one, I just realized I probably should have followed up on the last one. Um, as I looked into this, you know, push a button and start timing uh, my work hours. I also noticed that there's another way you can tie Google maps into the Google sheets and say, for example, I work at a university, and if I said, I really want to see how much time I spend at the university or how much time I spend in the office, and you could go into and create, again, like a geofence uh, area around the university or around my office, and any time that I am inside that area, it will trigger and say, okay, I've now started logging your time. And when you leave that, it stops logging your time and then you get back in and it starts logging it again. So you could have a spreadsheet at the end of the week that says, here's how many, here's how many hours I actually spent in the office, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of a nice wow. way of tracking how much time you're there. Um, you know, maybe uh, I might put it around a particular bar and say, well, here's how much time I spent at that bar, right? This, this <laughs> last month, um, <laughs> drinking a little yeah, too much. Right. Um, so you might have lots of different ways in which you could say, when I'm in this location, I want you to keep track of the time that I'm there. Uh, and I think that's, that's kind of cool. Um, because again, it's, it's connecting two different services, the, the Google maps, which is having access to, and then it's also the, uh, the Google sheets and kind of writing to it. So hmm. I think that one's kind of cool. I, I agree. I think that's actually really cool. I'm actually thinking about it from my own situation here. We have a, uh, the setup in our office where I have the lights in my office come on whenever I enter the geofence area mm-hmm. around my, my building. So they're on when I get here and they turn off when I leave that area. But if I could actually be logging the time, it'd be nice to be yep. able to look back at a past week and say, all right, how many hours was I really in the office? Um, that would be uh, kind of interesting, you know, just yeah. you know, that's being logged to a spreadsheet automatically is great. Um, one other thing I was going to mention, one other kind of, uh, use I do, which again has nothing to do with voice commands. So I do want to go ahead and say that we've tried to mention a few that are more, you could possibly use your voice to activate. This one doesn't, but just since we're talking IFTTT, I just think is really cool. Um, I use a lot of different services to store files. You know, I've got, we've got Dropbox we use for work a lot. We've got a Google drive account where I keep some stuff from a, for another project I work on. It really depends on what service I need to use for what clients as to whether or not I put files up in a Google Drive or I put them in a Dropbox or somewhere else like that. But a lot of times I get myself confused. I'm like, well, I put a file up there and I know I set it up in Google Drive, and but I need to go find it or maybe I really am looking in Dropbox and I thought it was in Google Drive, but it's not. So you can actually create an IFTTT routine and there's ones already made that will automatically sync any new files you add to, for example, your Dropbox account, automatically duplicate them and add them to your Google Drive account and vice versa. So imagine if you're Mm -hmm. using multiple services to store files, but you always want to make sure they're constantly in sync with each other. This routine can run in the background. Basically what it does is it looks for a new file to be created or added to one of those accounts. And the minute it sees that happen, 
it creates a duplicate version on the other service. Nice. nice. So again, you mm-hmm. know, if I, if you're someone who finds yourself with files in different places and different online services, and you kind of want to make sure everything's in one place or you could go to one service and find all of them, this is a way to do it without driving yourself crazy. And mm-hmm. again, it's all triggered on looking for a new file being added to one of those two services and to do the sync process in the background. Once you've set it up, you never need to touch it again. It just keeps running. And, uh, you're always going to have a little more confidence. Your your stuff's visible in either service you're looking in. So, so that that gets me thinking, Alan. Do you uh, and haven't looked this up? But does IFTTT have you seen anything about um, duplicate uh, calendar events? Hmm. So I have an issue where I have two calendars that I balance. I have a work calendar and then I have a personal calendar. But there are a number, I really need both working because one works with a an automated service, the other one does not. And I'm constantly having to duplicate and saying, well, someone scheduled a meeting here. I need to also put that on my personal calendar so that no one grabs that spot. You know, it seems like IFTTT could be used to say, anytime you see a new calendar event in this calendar, go and create the exact same one. Oh, I'm in this sure calendar. there's a way to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So but you're right. Incredibly that would kind of keep all your calendars so you start, you know, they, The whole idea here is you're thinking about all the things that I do repetitively that are frustrating, <laughs> that take my time, that simply could be done with some triggers, right? Yep. I'll, give you a, I'll give you another example. Uh, one of the things I do not use, but I noticed that it also can connect with Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have mm-hmm. a, a Fitbit on your uh, on your wrist, it's got lots of things that could happen to say, for example, if you had Fitbit uh, and Fitbit app and you also had a, um, a coffee machine that was Wi-Fi enabled. And it says, you know, if if I do not receive X amount of sleep, <laughs> go ahead and brew a very strong cup oh, of coffee wow. the next morning. Yeah. So some super cool things that happen. <laughs> that um, that basically say, well, I looked like you were very restless last night. We're mm-hmm. brewing a big cup of coffee this morning. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. I saw another one that said if you meet your fitness goal for the week, so you set a goal, uh, you can actually connect it to some of these. Um, I think there's a, a savings account service that says, you know, take X amount from my checking account and move it to my savings account. So it said, reward yourself for meeting your goals by saving yourself $5, you know, and mm-hmm. putting that aside, just little things that you, you'd like to do that kind of take effort, take you remembering doing them. And there might be ways of automating, which I think would be incredibly right. smart to do. So yeah. Let so me give uh, two more quick ones here real quick. Sure. Uh, and these are really, really kind of simple in what they do, but I think they're also kind of fun. And again, a reminder of what you can accomplish with more scripting and which is what IFTT does in the background, this more automated sequence of events. Um, we've had a lot of rain here in uh, our part of North Carolina the last couple of weeks. Rain. Do you, do you know what that's like, Brian, up in yeah, the Portland I've Oregon area? Is I've that, heard of it. Yeah. Is that something we, we that happens? We tend to have bit? some, some okay. rain. Yeah. yeah. I was mm-hmm. thinking maybe you yeah. had a little bit there. <laughs> I think when I came to rain? visit for a week, it rained Six and a half out of the seven days. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have been a better question to ask. Do you know what the sun looks like? Right. Yeah, we haven't haven't seen that in a while. Well, so. I joke with everybody since being there over the holidays. I think I brought this weather back home because it's rained <laughs> quite a bit. So, for example, okay. So let's say you're somebody that likes to know when you're inside your house if it's raining outside. Okay, mm. just think about you know you're inside. Maybe you haven't been out all day, or you're just trying to decide if you're going to be heading out. Uh, outside and you don't know what to dress or you just want to be aware of it raining. 
they have a there's a, a a script on ifttt you could add if you have a hue light bulb like you've mentioned before mm-hmm. Brian some of your Philips hue light bulbs and you connect it to your weather account like your weather underground or any other weather service that you have an account with you can tell it that if it starts to rain to turn all your lights blue in your house <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought about it. I, I kind of yes. chuckled when I heard it. But I'm like, that sounds kind of dumb. I'm like, no, wait a minute. Actually, no, that's, that's kind of genius. So yeah. if you're just sitting there, maybe you're getting ready to go head out and run some errands and you look and like, oh my gosh, the lights are blue. It's raining outside. I can go ahead and hmm. be prepared for rain. Oh, um, that's, that's really yeah, cool. Okay. Um, yep. Another one, again, uh, seems pretty simple when it comes to weather. We can ask our smart assistants anytime we want to, like what's the weather right, like right now or what's the weather forecast maybe for the coming days. But what a script can do through IFTTT is you can say, you know what, at 7 a.m. every morning, I want you to send me a weather report. Mm-hmm. So it's going to yeah. show up on your phone exactly at 7 o'clock every day, and it's going to be a weather report for the day. So in other words, that may be your daily briefing of weather. That's just coming to you automatically. Again, it's something you could ask your digital assistant for every morning at about 7 a.m. and still get But the idea of scripting it means you don't have to go ask them. It will just show up at 7 a.m on your phone, your device, or whatever you get it on. So those are the kind of things that really, I think, are helping illustrate what we're talking about, is it's routines, it's automated set steps, it's multiple steps in a row in incorporating a lot of different services and devices that don't always work together as cleanly, but this kind of service can help bridge them a lot better. Yeah, so. yeah. And so, I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say it's a, probably a good thing for people to do to think about their day-to-day routines and if there are things they do repetitively and they don't particularly care to do them, but they have to do them, right? Mm-hmm. They, I have to ask or I have to pull up a website in order to figure out what the weather is today. If there are things you're doing constantly that you think, I need that information or I need that to happen, but I would rather not have to try to remember to do it every day, you can find some really cool um, IFTTT kind of skills that you can enable. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a great service. It's it's I fantastic. And it's free. I, yeah. I think that's the thing we need free. to make sure everybody understands. Yeah. It is free. Uh, you just get an account with it. You set up your account, and then you just have to go through the process of connecting these different services and devices. First mm-hmm. time you set up a, a routine or a script, and it has to connect with a lot of your accounts. It, it, yeah, it's, it's some steps involved. And there's got to be some, you do have to think through kind of what you're doing with this. It's not just as easy as just click a button, say, yep, yep, start doing that. You do have to tell it, hey, connect my, to my Google account. Do I want it to create a brand new spreadsheet on my Google account when it does this? Um, log into my weather account if I want to use my local weather. All these things you still have to kind of set up to do. That's why it's probably a deep dive three for us because I think it takes a little more energy to think about what you're wanting to automate and making sure you've got all the right services connected. You definitely need to test it out and make sure that it connected and, and performed the way you're expecting. But the great thing is that once it's done and it's tested and it's good, you got it running from there on out uh, going forward. You know, yeah. Brian, one, uh, one of these things, and I, I need to find it on there. I know they're on there, which I've always thought was fascinating. And I'm so tempted to set this up, but I'm just so scared it could go really, really bad if I didn't pay attention. <laughs> oh, to I it. want to hear it. I want to hear it. This is good. this idea that if you passed away, what all could you have scripted to happen upon that happening? Okay, so 
I've heard people who have created these routines and scripts that say, look, if I pass away, here's the, I want to send an email with login and passwords for all my services to this family member. I want to discontinue this service. I want to do this or I want to do that. Or I want to send a letter to someone that tells them exactly how I thought about them (laughs) that I didn't want to say when I was alive. You know, all these things you could script and do. And the way (laughs) I've seen some people actually come up with these scripts is to say, look, I check email every day. I am on my phone every day. If a day goes by where I don't check my email or look at my phone, (laughs) that is the trigger to say, I have deceased. Start the dominoes. Start the script going and let all these other things happen. Now, there are many, many reasons I will probably never put one of those in place because sure enough, there'll be a day where I forget we to do the <laughs> that I'm, I'm going to get the text, the random text that That's says, right. I'm gone. Alan, you know, Alan is gone. My idea was I, I always want to, I want to record a video of me addressing my loving family or my, all of my friends and tell them all the things I've ever wanted to say or all the things I felt like it's important to know about me or whatever. My fear is just that gets sent out. Um, and I'm not, I'm still alive and, uh, that could be a real problem. So, um, (laughs) but it's just an example of if you really want to script your life, I think you could get pretty extreme on all sides. Um, just be careful. Cause that's the thing about automation is that once you put it in place and it's a routine that happens, it's going to keep happening all the time until you tell it to stop. So yeah. just be mindful yep. of that too, is that it may sound great to automate that yeah, every hour I want you to send me a notification that I need to drink water and that's great. But just keep in mind, it's going to send you a notification every hour that every you need hour. to drink water yes. until you yes. tell it to stop or turn it off. So how, um, how long will that last? Right? right. Just be mindful of the, the fact yeah. that automation is great, but it is called automation for a reason and it will continue right. until you tell it to stop. So, yeah. and I would also say this is not a good service to be playing around with after having a few drinks. <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you that that could true. be really dangerous. Yeah. I'm just looking right now. Not that I've had any drinks. It's it's actually in the morning here right now. But uh, so I haven't had that many. But the there, <laughs> Domino's oh. is an app that actually has lots of things that you could enable. For example, um, order Domino's if a world record is broken. <laughs> so any <laughs> so time that a world record is broken. You'll get Domino's ordered to your house. Why um, would you? And, I mean, I don't even understand well, why you would want that. I'm thinking, it, I'm thinking you're celebrating. You're celebrating the world record oh, being broken. Um, Just notify, order Dom, I'm sure there's Order Domino's yeah. whenever my mom calls. How's that? So your mom calls on every, every Sunday at 6 o'clock, and you usually want to have pizza on Sundays at 6 o'clock. So it's going to order when your mom calls. Oh, that's so um, weird. Given you your situation, order Domino's whenever it rains. I mean, oh, that could man. be bad that out here. Really We'd be bad. eating Domino's all the time, right? But now, all right. Um, on so the there's Domino's lots of cool side, things. No, I, that's yeah. great. I don't really understand some of the practicality on those, but I will <laughs> tell you a Domino's uh, script that is practical. If you yep. have lights on your porch that are yes. Wi-Fi yes. lights, you can yep. set up a script to say that when Domino's delivers your pizza, because if you use the Domino's app service to order your pizza the app knows when that person is, is ready to deliver your pizza, have it to where the porch lights come on front door lights Mm -hmm. come on as they're at that delivery status on your pizza order. So that way you don't have to go remember to go turn on the lights. If it's at night and it's dark or your street lights or your sidewalk lights or whatever it may be, 
you can actually script that. That's a really great practical use for that. It's perfect. Uh, being considerate yeah. to make sure your lights are lit up, but you don't have to remember to go turn them on and off before and after. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think I noticed you could also you could also have your lights inside start to blink, which would suggest, hey, go ahead and start heading to the door. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Or put the dog there. up yep. or whatever you need to yep. do. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, no, so. that's great because, again, we – we order something, we're kind of just waiting on pins and needles and then you have to wait for that doorbell or the knock on the door and then you still got to get to the door and do all that stuff. With this, it's kind of giving you high alert, you know, pizza's almost here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Man your stations. <laughs> that's right. The saliva starts and everything's right. good. Everything's running. Yeah. So yeah, Some really cool. cool stuff. Actually, the more we've talked about it, Brian, these last 20 minutes, I'm more excited now to go on. Oh, I'm totally like, into it. Yeah. Game, so. No. I will say it's kind of a follow-up before we wrap up on this. You know, this is one service. I know there are some other services similar to IFTTT that have kind of started up or out there. We're talking about IFTTT because it is kind of the Mac Daddy of them. It's the one everybody knows. Mm -hmm. It's the one that probably has the deepest library. But it's not to say that that's the only way you can set up these automated routines or other services and software that can do some of the same functionality. We are going to explore Apple's latest scripting language. It's called Siri Shortcuts that works very similar to IFTTT, but it is all contained on your Apple devices. Um, Not as expansive, definitely nowhere as many connections to other services, but it allows you to build some scripting of certain actions that happen in step and are triggered by Siri, by your voice. Um, it's, It's exciting. It's interesting. I've played with it just a little bit, just enough to know that there are some capabilities there. So I do think we'll probably explore that maybe in a future topic episode down the road. Um, But just to know that there are other ways to build automation. It's not just this IFTTT service. But the Mm -hmm. fact that it's free, the fact that it's so ubiquitous, it has so many different connection points. Again, I've found so many scripts on here that I can't ever imagine using, but it's cool to know they're there. Um, It's just a really easy way to get get it set up and connect it to your Alexa, your Google Home, Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. And I think you'll have a lot of fun playing with the kind of stuff you can do there. Yeah, just searching through the the site will kind of spark lots of ideas of, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I might be able to do that, and that would be super helpful. So, Well, and think about this too, Brian, is that you could go as your family tech support person. Uh, If there are some things your family members you know are doing as routines, and you can go in and create an account for them without them having to really be that involved, create an account for them, go and set up those routines, and just let it roll. And uh, man, you come out looking like the hero that you've just completely automated some really cool steps for your your, your family members. Uh, if you've got a, a parent that really always likes to know what the weather's going to be like, okay, we'll mm-hmm. set them up a script so they get that weather report sent to them every morning at 7 a.m. How cool is that? You've just made their life think, a little bit easier and you've I done mean, it for them. So. I think it would be really cool. And then, you know, they could get a pizza whenever a world record is broken. And <laughs> I mean, um, and they, Alan, they would not know how it arrived. Alan, I, don't I know. had five pizzas delivered today. <laughs> Do you know what's going on? Did you turn on something? <laughs> uh, Mom, let's just celebrate the fact that five world records were broken today. So I think this is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some good this stuff. Could be, this, so this could be level one that could you could jump in as a level four create this for a level one and they have no idea how to turn it off yeah. this would be awesome 
This yeah, so I'd say if you really want to punish somebody, this may be a good way to do that. Is set up yeah, some scripts yeah. that they're not aware of. Anyway, I do feel like that there's some. Hey, take a look at your own your own situation, your family situation. Say, so are there some things that we are doing, find ourselves doing all the time, or I have to remember to do, or I'm doing in sequence already. I'm doing this, and then I have to go do this that I could script and make it automatic. And that's kind of what this service does. So that's why we wanted to really spend our last deep dive on this because it's probably the one you could get the most intense on and just really dig into so deep and go into a lot of different directions with. So, but you do need to have some knowledge of what you're doing and what you're setting up and connectivity with all your devices, your services or whatever you're using. So be ready for that kind of logging in and connecting a lot of services once you start playing with this. Yeah, I think it's cool. And and wouldn't we would love to I would love to hear what what people are using oh, if they've got great. some great examples, yeah, yeah. right? So, you know, we've got the the email address info at the mesh.tv, info at the mesh.tv. So you could send us feedback, but you could also tell us tell us how you're using IFTTT or one of the uh, automation apps. I think uh, we'd love to see hear some ideas and uh, try to figure out uh you know, what, uh, what random food you're getting delivered during, uh, odd times of the year. That would be awesome. So, so well, that was fun, Alan. So we could also set up some of those routines for like our brothers, right? I mean, that's something we could mm. do. All right. Yeah. You may just want to keep an eye out on things, Brian. There's no telling yeah. what may be going on in your house soon. When you get those adult diapers delivered again, again. Um, yeah. you, <laughs> you, you might wonder if it's an automation. Make this a regular occurrence, Amazon. Every yeah. Monday, I need a new shipment sent to me. <laughs> All right. Good uh, deal. Well, fun. this has been a lot of fun. So that yeah. is our last deep dive on the topic of digital assistance. Um, we do recommend that if, for whatever reason, if you jumped into this episode first, Go back and you can recap and listen to you. I'm sorry, but listen to uh, the deep dive episode about digital assistance and then, or I'm sorry, listen to the main episode about digital yep. assistance and Correct. then the two deep dives in addition to this one that we've released. That kind of covers our discussion of digital assistance for now. We are going to move on to a new topic for next month, so stay tuned for that. And um, if you have any suggestions or ideas, as Brian mentioned, please feel free to send us an email and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. All right. So for Brothers in Tech, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Brian, thanks a lot. Talk to you. Look forward to talking to you next time. All right. We'll see everybody next time. Take care. Bye-bye. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.